Hello, it's been a couple of weeks since I last recorded, and I thought I would give an update to where everything is with me and my business on eBay. In case you are new, my name is DJ, and I am an eBay reseller, and this is a documentary about my reselling journey, and in case you don't know about what eBay reselling is about. For me, it's about going to thrift stores, garage sales, or anywhere else, online platforms like Facebook, Craigslist, garage sale, uh, let go, and taking those items and reselling them on eBay for a profit. I believe this is the 13th episode in the podcast, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in. And thank you to everyone who's reached out to me. Um, a couple of people on Poshmark have reached out and uh, a couple on Instagram have reached out as well. So thank you for joining me. The first thing I wanted to talk about is I tried to go see a movie Thursday night at a local movie theater and as I was paying for the movie, my movie pass didn't work. And if you've listened in the past, you know that I love going to movies using my movie pass. And I've gone to quite a few movies over the last couple of weeks. Now I go try to go to the movie theater once or twice a week following a work. Uh, I work in downtown San Antonio, and the traffic to get back to where I live is usually pretty dense. And so I just spend an hour or two in town, either thrifting for items to sell on eBay or going to a movie and just relaxing after a long day of work. And I will talk more about my work in, in a second. But tried to go to the movie theater, pay for a movie, and this was Thursday night. Uh, that was, I believe, July 26th. And my movie pass didn't work. Uh, I got a message on my movie pass app saying that it was unavailable right now. And this is about the third time this happened to me. Uh, I've gone to several movies in the past, probably in the past month, where I've tried to use my movie pass and it just didn't work and come to find out a day later that the reason why movie pass didn't work was because movie pass had run out of money and so i first want to offer a huge apology to all the movie pass users who listen to this podcast because part of the reason why they didn't have enough money is because of me i've said in the past that MoviePass is losing money on me because of the amount of movies I've seen. And so um, they ran out of money. And then they had to go borrow money to put everything back online where people could come and use their movie passes. But now, nowadays, it's a lot more complicated. They charge extra for certain movies during peak times. Even though the movie theater in your location might be empty, uh, they claim that 
holistically, I guess, all over the country that the demand of the movie is really high, so they're going to charge you extra. And personally, I don't mind paying you know, a few dollars extra for a movie because, you know, it's um, I see so many. But the point is, is that they're losing money because there's lots of people like me who use the movie pass to go see movies and lots of them. And for $9.99 a month, um, which is usually I would say the price of one ticket, you know, I see you know, between five and eight movies a month, they're losing money. And it's an unsustainable business. I imagine that in a you know, few weeks, a month or two, they're going to be out of business. And uh, again, that's a prediction, but I could be wrong. You know, they could figure something out. But one of the great things I love about eBay is that I never had to go into debt to start this business. Many times when you start a business like a restaurant or, or you name it, people go into debt. They go take a bank loan out. Uh, they make a business plan, present it to investors, and, and then they give money on a loan for you to start the business. So essentially, you, you go into debt to start the business. And with eBay, I've never had to go into debt to start or do my business. And that is one of the great things about eBay is the low barrier of entry into the business. In fact, the suggestion is, is that you go around your house and find things that to resell on eBay to start off. And, and so when, when I first started eBay, uh, I've told the story of where I started with $20 and I reinvested the, the profit that I got in into the business, bought more stuff and slowly built it up into where I have close to about 440 items in my inventory today. And I've never had to go into debt. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go into debt for a business, but I believe overall debt is not a good thing. You want to be above the debt where you're making true profit and you can either keep the money or reinvest it or um, you know, put it to something that uh, you, you want to do with that money instead of paying back investors or loan companies or banks. That is why I believe eBay is such a great business. You can do it full-time as a full-time business, or you can do it on the side and have a side income. And this podcast is all about me trying to get a full-time income through my eBay business, uh, for me to build it up, for me to um, slowly build this company where I can just have a full-time income selling on eBay. And in all transparency, you know, there was a 
a time in the late spring and early summer where I was making a full-time income on eBay. Um, if you've listened to the past podcast, you know that at the end of February and beginning of March, I moved down to Texas from Canada. And for a little bit, things were going pretty good. You've probably, if you've listened to the podcast, you probably heard that early on, that, that things were going really good. I was really excited. But the summer has really slowed down. And this is the last week of July, and last week was the slowest week I've I've had on eBay. I think there was two days in a row where I didn't sell a single thing. I went from selling about $10,000 in, I believe, 60 days to $5,000 in 60 days. I mean, cut in half really slow and and that those are just general figures there you know you'll hear my numbers in in a little bit and i've taken a couple of weeks off because i mean there was really nothing new to report because sales were so slow and i know that there's some other um people who sell online who are on youtube and and um, audio podcasts. I talk about their eBay business, and some are experiencing the same slowdown. Some are doing really well, and it, I guess it really depends on how how big the business is or what you're selling. And so, the only thing I can really attribute the slow sales on is that either. The summer really does slow down and people are buying a lot less or I'm just really bad at eBay. And I hope it's not the second. I hope it, you know, I'm, I've been doing eBay for several years now and, and hopefully I'm not bad at it. Uh, and so I, I really do think it, it's a slowdown. Uh, I've regained my top-rated status, uh, top-rated seller status, and... You know, I believe my listings are uh, being seen on eBay, but it's just really slow. And so the last couple of weeks, I mean, it really wouldn't have been worth much to say the same thing over and over again. Sales are slow. And so that's okay uh, because uh, most recently I've uh, also in the last two weeks started a, a new job. Um you know, I, I do have money to pay. I need to be able to pay bills and um, pay some other things. And so sometimes in uh, your business, you got to do things that you've got to do. I mean, sometimes you just, I needed to get another job. And it's a full-time job, so I'm working 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. And so it does hurt in that I don't have the freedom to really go buy things, to go sourcing as much as I did in the past. And so I have to find ways to make that work, either going after work or going on the weekends. But that's okay because sales on eBay are really slow. And one of the things that's really important to me and and may be important to your business as well is to monitor your cash flow. 
And so I don't want to be spending more buying things every week if I'm not making too much on eBay. Otherwise, I'm spending more than I'm making through my sales. And right now, I don't want to be in a negative cash flow situation. A negative cash flow situation means that I'm spending more than I'm taking in. If you have positive cash flow, then you are selling more than you're spending. Um, also, uh, my employee uh, also went and got a part-time job, and I've always encouraged that uh, from my part-time employees to to have a part-time job on the side because you know I can't pay for a full-time income for them right now, and and so um, uh, my employee hasn't been listing for me recently, which has been okay because I haven't been selling that much. And so uh, the last couple of weeks, he hasn't listed, and, and it's actually saved me a little bit of money during the slowdown. And so I've had to return to my roots and start selling or start listing items myself. Um, and I've had to, you know, just start doing the things that, that I've kind of handed off to other employees. Now, my other employee, I have two. The other one who's cross-listing on Poshmark is still doing some work, but um, that is even down to a minimum right now as well. And, you know, I do have to say that since I started Poshmark as a second platform, it's been all right. It's been going really good. Um, you know, at least I'm selling a few more items a week than I have in the past and, and I'll get into the numbers a little bit later. And so I do have this full-time job. It's a full-time salary. And uh, before, I, if you listen to the other podcasts, you know that I was doing eBay and I was doing DoorDash, which is a food delivery service for restaurants, much like uh, Uber Eats or um, Grubhub. Um, there's a couple other companies out there that do food delivery. And I was making okay money doing that. But the problem was, is was that I had to work the weekends. I had to work like all day on the weekends from nine to eight, 7pm at night in my car. Um, During the week, I was sourcing in the mornings and then working this DoorDash opportunity till about seven or eight in the evening and so every day i had to work to make the equivalent of a full-time income and as i was telling you my numbers i was giving you this hourly uh, wage uh, of how much i was making per hour for a 40-hour work week and what i said was that it wouldn't be worth for me to go find a full-time job unless it, it could cover that well i have I have a full-time job that covers that. Uh, soon there will be benefits added to that as well. And and it, it's, it's beyond what my hourly 40-hour wage, I don't know what you call it, percentage for DoorDash and eBay. It's beyond that. And that was averaging around $20 to $20. $20 and so I have a job that covers that. And so I have that plus eBay. Now, and so uh, I decided to take the job 
and and can and work the job and i will be uh, I'm, I'm committed to to continuing work working there even if ebay starts taking off again uh because then it's just that much added on and like i said as sales start picking up again hopefully soon here at the end of summer as kids start going back to school as people end their vacations then i'll, I'll just have that much extra income Per month and, and right now I could use that income and so that's just to give you an update of where I am you know I don't want to go into debt I want to be able to to uh, start building some income up and so yeah I have a full-time job plus eBay and hopefully eBay picks up and the plan is right now for the business is that when eBay starts picking up again then I need to start building the business so that by next summer, I'll be ready for the slowdown. And so that means building my inventory. And as cash flow picks up and I start making more and more money on eBay, then I'll be able to go buy more stuff. Uh, the great thing right now is that, you know, eBay is right now, in the last couple of weeks, an extra income beyond my full-time salary. And, and so if it's a really bad week, a slow week, it, it doesn't hurt as much as it did when I had to rely on eBay as an income. And so obviously I was not ready to go full time into eBay. I had a few great weeks that did really well, but to be able to sustain through the summer, I have to do better and the spring and fall and winter seasons, the, the third and fourth quarters, in order to really manage. It seems like the second quarter, the last half of the second quarter, first half of the third quarter is really difficult. And, and so, you know, I need to be able to build the business enough so that when the few sales I have this summer will be double or triple by next summer. And so that's the plan for, for now is as eBay picks back up to start rebuilding the business, building it, maybe hopefully doubling it by next summer. And um, that's going to take quite a bit of work. Uh, I'm going to have to have my employees working. And, um, you know, the great thing right now is that eBay is paying for itself. And so I'm not putting extra money other than the money I'm making through sales. And if, like I said, if sales are slow, it doesn't hurt as much because I'm not reliant upon that money. And as you're building your business, that's a great place to be. So if you have a bad day or a bad week, I mean, well, it's not going to hurt as much. Uh, when I was relying on the income, it hurt quite a bit. And so it's a real casual um, eBay business right now. I'm maintaining uh, through my listings because listings are, are sales are so slow that I can maintain my inventory level myself. Uh, when I want to build again, then that's when I'll need my employee to kind of really engage again and, and to listing. Um, my employee is really good at helping me grow, but if I want to sustain, I can do that by listing uh, four or five items a day. So hopefully that gives you an update of where I am with things and um, 
here are some other clips from the previous couple of weeks, and then we'll get to my numbers. Okay, let's talk about my recent numbers in sales. Uh, this is for the last full week in July, and my total sales for eBay uh, had 16 sales. That's up from only six sales the week before. And so the week from July 16th to the 22nd was super slow, only six sales. And I mean, compare that to the beginning of June when I was selling like 28 items, 29 items a week. And, and then the last two weeks, six sales and 16 sales. Um, big difference, and <clears throat> I think it's symptomatic of just the summer slowdown. So the total um, sales amount came out to be about $500 this week. Left me with a total profit of about $305 after taking out all the, the fees and the amount I have to withhold for taxes and all that. So I had to withhold about 800, sorry, $84.96 for all my taxes and uh, my sales taxes, uh, my insertion fees, uh, any other eBay fees I had. And so $305 profit Last week was really bad. It came out to about $50 profit. And so it seems like there's an uptrend, a small uptrend from the last couple of weeks. Last week, uh, the 16th through the 22nd was definitely the slowest week. And uh, just to kind of look at some items that I sold, I think the highest priced item that I sold was a pair of um, Dansko clogs. These were um, men's black Dansko clogs. Uh, keep a lookout for these because uh, they're real popular for people who are on their feet a long time, like nurses and and uh, people who work in offices. So I sold those, those for $52.99. And then um, another Guitar Hero Guitar for $48. And Remote Controls sold a $30 pair of Sanita clogs, which are very similar to Dansko's. In fact, I, I think I heard somewhere that they used to be the same company. Um, and then just a, a bunch of shirts, a bunch of bread and butter shirts. Some priced higher than others. There was a Helditch and Key uh, dress shirt that sold for $29. Um, all the way down to uh, Tommy Bahama and a Wrangler shirt that sold for about 15 The week before, thank goodness the week before, this is the week with the low amount of sales. I, I did uh, sell a Patagonia Cinchella. It was pretty plain, pretty basic. I had it for quite some time, and that sold for about $30, but... Usually, those will sell a lot higher if they have a really unique design. 
usually look out for Patagonia fleece jackets that have like a southwestern design. Those sell really well. I sold um, a blazer for $30, um, a really nice Disney Hawaiian tiki shirt, I guess, a Hawaiian tiki shirt uh, with Mickey Mouse. That sold for $35. And, um, and then just real basic shirts, you know, that sold for around $15. Tommy Hilfiger linen shirt, Gitman Brothers shirt, Harley Davidson um, sold for about $18. And that was it for that week. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, I did have some sales, which is good. It's better than no sales. I think I'm going to bring this to a close now. And as I was listening back to the first clip, I realized I didn't bring my thought about movie pass to a conclusion. And what I was trying to say is that in movie pass, and the reason why they are struggling is because money is being paid out more than what is coming in to the company. Really, I cannot see any way out for MoviePass. Uh, they've borrowed money to catch up with the amount of movies people are seeing. The underestimated the customer's use of the pass. And that that's what I was saying was that I was using the movie pass uh, for uh, many more movies than I'm actually paying for a $9.99 subscription. Now, there's talk that they're going to raise the price to $14.99, but still... They're going to lose money. If they raise the price to $14.99, I'm going to stay in because it still saves me money for the amount of movies I see. The point is about cash flow. More money is leaving MoviePass than they're getting in. In our eBay businesses, we want to see more money coming in than we're spending. Otherwise, we may require debt or we may go out of business. And eBay makes it possible where we don't have to spend a lot of money to make money. It's a great investment. You're investing into clothes or into hard goods or one-of-kind items, and you're getting a big return on them. That's all I was saying about the movie pass thing. But I think I'm going to bring this episode to a close um it'll probably be a few weeks before i make another episode i think i'm gonna wait for things to pick up again otherwise i'm just kind of saying the same thing over and over again that things are really slow now as far as my goal to make this a full-time income well so far as I think you've heard, uh, that's not working out so well. And sometimes you get what you want and, and you, you do really well, sometimes you don't. And the point of this was just to document what, how I'm doing in the business and with a goal of having a full-time income. 
And so far, I'm falling short of that goal. I mean, I would have loved for this to be a great success story, but, you know, it's just not there yet. But we will keep at it. We'll keep going. Not going to give up. Sometimes you have to kind of work through things that life throws at you. And in this case, you know, I need a pretty... Uh, steady and high income. And so uh, I have to do what I have to do. And, and sometimes you have to do what you have to do in business. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're a failure. Everybody's got their own goals. It just means that sometimes you have to adjust a little bit. Anyway, that's it for now. Thank you for listening. And I will be back soon.